Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. God bless you. It's a great day to be alive and knowing that God yet has a purpose for our lives. It's good to be with you again. Um, sometimes we take life for granted and we shouldn't because it's here today and it's gone tomorrow. And so you always want to be grateful for the time that the Lord has given us, realizing that we're his children and we're the apple of his eye and he blesses us and he keeps watching over us. And I love it that he said, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, realizing that if we stay uh, connected in the Lord and stay with him, that we will experience the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So today, brothers and sisters, I want to talk to you about a serious subject, a subject that um, we're experiencing Every day we uh, open our eyes when we get up. I want to talk to you about the puppet master. All right. And so let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the understanding of your word. I ask you, Lord, that you would allow the word to go out with power. Lord God, with anointing, bless the people who hears this word today. And I ask you to help me, Lord, to unpack this word and to give a word, God, that's uh that's going to be um, that's essential to our hearers today, but one that's going to be a blessing to them as well. Holy Spirit, you know I can't do this without you, so I ask you, sir, that you would be seen and not me, and I ask you to have your way today, and that you would be heard and not me. In Jesus' name, amen. So brothers and sisters, I want to talk to you about the puppet master, and I know that you've all seen a puppet show where you see these puppets on stage and, you know, they're doing all these really neat things and, and come to find out at the end of the day, um, you know, it's just really a person's hands that are inside the puppet that controls the puppet that causes the puppet to do what it's doing on the stage. And I want to talk to you about that is because in this world that we're in right now, there is an unseen world, one that we can't see with our physical eyes, but we can certainly experience the things that's going on from this world. There are spiritual entities, spirits that are on this earth that we can't see. These spirits are not good spirits, all of them. They're evil spirits. They're spirits that's sent to hurt us, to harm us. Uh, the Bible says in John 10, 10, that the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And Jesus said he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. But brothers and sisters, make no mistake about it. There is an unseen world. There's a world of creatures who always want to do you wrong that wants to make things go bad for you, that wants to come and uh, disrupt your lives and all those other kinds of things. These creatures hate you. They are demonic spirits that were here from the beginning. They were cast out of heaven because you got to remember, brothers and sisters, that the Bible talks about the angels that tried to... Uh, form a coup against the Lord. Satan and his angels, they tried to come against God. And the scripture says that Michael, the archangel, came against a third of the angels in heaven and threw them out of heaven. And they came plummeting to the earth. And Isaiah, the Bible says that I beheld Satan fall to the earth as a bolt of lightning. 
And so they were kicked out of heaven, kicked out of their bodies, no longer able to enjoy those spiritual bodies that they had. But they became these demonic spirits that were in the the nebulous, the nebulous rather, and the Netherlands. They were just there because the Bible says that in the beginning, the earth was, was, was without form and void. And so they were in a void land, these spirits. And so when God created, um, when he created Adam and Eve and he placed them into the garden after he had built his beautiful creation. And uh, you heard the story about the snake that tempted Eve, right? Yes. Well, that snake was inhabited by one of these demonic spirits. Here's the deal. They are jealous of us. They are jealous of God's creation. Remember, God created them to serve. They had it all. They were in heaven. They were serving God. Satan was a praise angel. He was the angel that was responsible for praise and worship in heaven. The Bible talks about how beautiful he was and and so that he can be seen as an angel of light. And there are places in the Bible that talk about Satan and, and his disguise and how he can be seen as so beautiful, yet he's treacherous. The Bible talks about his desire, his innate desire to destroy God's creation. He hated Job. In the book of Job, he went before God and he accused God of protecting Job. And he told God that if you would take the hedge of protection away from Job, I tell you, he will curse you to your face. And God said, very well, you just can't kill him. And so Satan began to send disasters. He sent a tornado and he killed Job's kids and he sent the famine and the pestilence in Job's life and he caused boils and sores to come on the skin of Job and Job was cut down to nothing. He didn't have anything yet. He never cursed God. After that trial and tribulation, God restored Job as a result of all the things that happened. God rewarded him double for his trouble. But the point of this is, is that Satan was the one behind the attacks. He was the narrator all right, of these attacks. Now, brothers and sisters, you got to understand that everything in this world that happens is not an accident. In fact, I would argue that there is no such thing as an accident, that everything is planned, whether it's planned from God's side or whether it's planned from Satan's side. It is absolutely planned. But God is the master. Um, he, he is a master at planning things for your life, taking what the devil means for bad and turning it into good. Yes, Satan attacks us, but the Bible says no weapon formed against us shall prosper and no evil shall befall us and no plague shall come near our dwelling today. The Bible talks about how Satan walks around or he runs to and fro in the earth seeking whom he may devour. He goes around like a roaring lion. He's looking for somebody to devour. All the scriptures is very, um, is very, um, I guess they, the scripture explains this situation in a way that we know that Satan does not care one bit for us. Now I'm going to tell you, brothers and sisters, he's jealous because when Jesus died for our sins and we accepted him, Jesus became the firstborn from the dead. Huh? See, when Jesus was raised from the dead, he was the firstborn from the dead. And then everybody after him, right, picked up a number. 
I don't know if you were the 500th born from the dead or no, you wasn't because you wouldn't be here. But whatever your number is, if you've accepted Jesus Christ, then you're one of those born from the dead because Jesus was born from the dead. He came up, he rose up, right? And the Bible says that we rose up with him and now he sits high in heavenly places in Christ. The scripture says we're seated with him in heavenly places. So we know that the enemy doesn't like us. He does not like us one bit. He likes to kill people because he's mad at God. He can't do anything to God. So he goes after God's creation. So he uses pestilence and sickness and disease. And he uses accidents and trauma and all these other things to try to take people out of the earth. That's his goal. His number one goal is to kill people before they get to come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. He wants to kill them before they ever find out who Jesus is. He knows that if he could take them out, he can cause another soul to go to hell. But Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And so, brothers and sisters, in this world, yes, we have trials and tribulations. Yes, there's an unseen world all around us. Now, the scripture says, in Ephesians 6, the Bible says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So obviously the devil has tricks. He has these schemes that he used to try to come against you. The scripture clearly says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. That is a classification of demons. And those are the ones that we typically fight on a day-to-day basis that come to try to cause all the little things that go on in your life, right? And also, uh, we wrestle against powers. Uh, powers, those demons obviously are a little bit higher than the other spirit. You got to remember that Satan tried to steal his ideals from God. Now in heaven, the angels of the Lord were very organized. They all had specific jobs. And you can see that in the fact that Gabriel was a, an angel who delivered messages, right? Well, Michael was a war angel. You know, Satan, his name was Lucifer before he turned a uh, traitor, right? He was the praise angel. So all those angels have, uh, there's, there's a distinct hierarchy, right, amongst the angels. Very Everything is very organized, much like the military. That's where the military got it from. We got it from God because all of those angels are organized. Well, Satan tried to steal that. And now he's got an organization right here on the earth. Now you can't see him again. It's an unseen rim. But this next classification of demons, right, which are uh, the rulers of the darkness of this world, right, and spiritual wickedness in high places. There are demonic spirits, uh, demon spirits that are over regions that have taken over regions. And you can tell. If you go to Chicago, there's obviously a spirit of murder over Chicago. There's a spirit of murder over that city because if you notice, uh, people are killing each other every day, right? That for whatever reason, they're getting angry and they're killing each other. And you see this propensity for murder in Chicago. You go to different places. You can go to uh, San Francisco, and you know that there's a spirit there because there's a propensity for perversion, homosexuality, and all these things that are against God. Those demons set up in the region, 
and they want to experience in a human body uh, their characteristic and they want to carry that out. And that's what they do. And so I call this the puppet master because behind all this evil, there's one individual that's uh, perpetrating it. And that's Satan. And Satan is the ruler of the darkness of this world. He is the one who is coming against us. He's the puppet master. He's the one that's deceiving people to turn away from God. He's the big deceiver. The Bible says he is a deceiver of men. He's the one that's causing the deception upon the earth. Have you looked at our politics lately? People are so deceived and so confused. How is it that we can say it's okay for a young man who is 20, who is 18 years old to own an AK-47 or some kind of assault rifle, that's okay. But that same 18-year-old can't get a drink because he's too young. Something is wrong with that picture. Don't you think that maybe that same 18-year-old should be 21 years old before he or she picks up an AK-47 unless they're a member of the military? I mean, just some of the things that they say don't make sense, right? You know, we do all these different things and we, our government comes up and our lawmakers come up with all of these crazy policies, right? You know, where they're going to take the Ten Commandments out of the school system. We're going to put it back in. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But the truth of the matter is, brothers and sisters, you can't take prayer out of school. Don't let nobody fool you, right? Prayer is in the individual's right? Who are in the school. If you've been born of God, you in the body of Christ, right? You can pray and they can't take you out of the school. And as long as you there, God is there. The Bible says, well, there are two or three of you in the midst. I'm right there. Y'all, if there's any two of you that's gathered together in the midst, he says, I'll be right there in the midst of them. So God is there with you, right? So here's the deal. I can't tell you that, um, that the enemy won't attack you because he will. He's going to do that. He's going to come against you with everything he's got. But you got to remember that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, right? And every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you condemn it today. And so you got to understand and be aware of your surroundings that no matter where you go, understand that when attacks come against you, there is a puppet master behind the attack. And it's typically Satan and his minions, that's who's doing it. Whether they're attacking you at your job or whether they're attacking you at home or wherever you are, you got to understand when you have conflict with relatives, that's the puppet master, right? When you have a disagreement with your boss at work and you feel like the people are after you at work, remember behind the scenes, there's a puppet master, when you're having a disagreement in your marriage and something is trying to destroy your marriage, it's a puppet master. When sickness and disease come your way and it's trying to tear your family apart, it's trying to rip one of your family members out. It's the puppet master. It's Satan and his minions and they're coming against you. And you got to remember that the only way that you can deal with the puppet master and all of his minions is through the word of God, because the word of God is alive and it's powerful. It's sharper than any two edged sword. It's piercing even to the dividing line of the soul and the spirit and of the joints of the moral. It, it's a discerner of the thought and intents of the heart. You need the word of God, brothers and sisters, to help you. And you guess, guess what? I talked about 
Satan and his unseen minions, the puppet master being behind the scenes. <clears throat> but I want to tell you something else. There's somebody else behind the scenes. Oh, my God. And his name is Jesus Christ. <laughs> he is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He's the great I am. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He is the one and only. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's the Lord our provider. He's Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our banner. He'll fight for us, y'all. He's Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. Jehovah Rohi. The Lord our shepherd. He's Jehovah Shalom. The Lord our peace. He's Jehovah Shammah. He's the God that's in the midst right now. He's Jehovah Sick Canoe. The Lord our righteousness. Jehovah Elohim. The God that revealed redemption unto us. He is Jehovah M. Kadesh. He's the Lord our righteousness. He's El Elyon. The, the most high God. He's El Shaddai. He's the God who's more than enough. I'm telling you brothers and sisters. He is God today. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the great I am. He is your battle partner, your battle buddy. He is the one who's going to protect you. He'll put you under his wing today and he'll keep darkness from overshadowing you and he'll always have light there. The Bible talks about him, Lord, being a strong tower. He's our fortress. He's our shield today. He's our ever-present help in the time of trouble. So regardless of who you face in this unseen world, just understand that, first of all, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world, that the greater one is on the inside of me. David said, I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord who's made heaven and earth. When Jehoshaphat was faced with a situation and he had three nations that surrounded Judah and they all had came into a pack to attack Judah. Well, guess what? Judah was outnumbered. They didn't have the military might to face this great nation, the three nations that were going to come against them and pillage their land and steal their women and children and kill their men and utterly wipe them off the face of the earth. But Jehoshaphat understood something. He understood that I am is still available. He understood that the God of the earth, the God who made everything was on his side. So Jehoshaphat, he, he decided to seek the Lord and he went after God and he told God that these people are trying to attack him, that they're going to wipe us out. And, and he put it all in God's hands. And the Bible says that the spirit of the Lord came upon one of the prophets and the prophet spoke and told him, Jehoshaphat, son, hold your hat up. Don't worry about it for the battle is it's not yours. The battle is mine. So when they come in, you won't even have to send the army out to them. But here's the deal. What you'll need to do is send me some praisers out. And when you send them out, tell them to praise me. And as they praise me, I'm going to give you the victory. Well, guess what? Jehoshaphat and all the children, the women, the whole men, everybody was on their knees seeking God. And I'm telling you, God spoke and he stepped up and he destroyed all three nations by confusing them and causing them to destroy each other. And the Bible says that they were able to go and get all the spoil, all the, uh, the, the valuable items they were able to take from these dead bodies, right? 
and, and, and Judah had all sorts of treasures from that victory because God won the victory, y'all. God defeated the enemy. And I want to tell you the same God that defeated the enemy on behalf of Jehoshaphat, that defeated the enemy on behalf of David, that defeated the enemy on behalf of the Hebrew boys. And you can go on and on on behalf of Isaiah and on behalf of John and on behalf of all the prophets in the Bible. That same God is still available to us. Listen, he's our father. If you've accepted him as your Lord and Savior, he's your father you know behind that curtain you know there's a puppet master did you ever watch the wizard of oz man i when dorothy the tin man the scarecrow the lion and toto when they approached they were going to see the wizard of oz and as they got inside this chamber you could tell it was a big palace and there was a long hallway and as they walked down that hallway they saw this curtain right and then they saw this image right above that right like in the center of the curtain there's a bald-headed, evil man, evil-looking man that he was menacing, like, and fire was coming out all over, and he had them scared to death. I mean, the lion ran and went out the window and the whole nine yards. It was bad, right? But I'm going to tell you something. The second time they came back, uh, little Toto, that little dog, went behind the curtain and pulled the curtain back and exposed that there was a little inept man behind the curtain pulling all the gadgets, making it appear that this, this being that they saw, that they call the great Oz, that this being was so menacing, was so powerful, when in, when in essence he was just uh, the puppet master. So what I want to tell you is that, yes, you're going to go through this trial. You're going to go through trials in this world because the Bible says in this world there will be trials, right? And if you're a child of God, I promise you that the enemy is coming your way. He always comes your way. His whole deal is to steal, kill, and to destroy. So when you're going through things, approach it in his vein. Ask yourself, what's happening to me? Is it stealing from me? Is it killing me? Is it going to destroy me? If you can answer yes to any of those questions, you know that's the devil behind. That's the devil going for you. That's what he's trying to do. But just know this much. That if God be for you, who can be against you? Think about it. He that gave his own son, he delivered his own son up for us, right? Well, if he gave him up for us, how shall he not freely give us all things? How shall he not deliver us? How shall he not be there with us, right, and fight for us? The battle is not mine, but the battle is the Lord's. But my job is to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. But he didn't tell me to stop talking and stop praising. Right. And so I'm believing God. I'm praising God. I'm speaking. I'm using the word because that word is the key. The Bible says the entrance of his word bringeth light. So just understand, brothers and sisters, that this is your time. This is your season. Don't let the enemy trick you out of it. Right. I get it. If I'm at work and my boss is riding me all the time on my back about this and that, then I'm uncomfortable. I don't like that. But I have to understand that there's a puppet master behind my boss's actions. The same thing with you. Darkness doesn't like you. You have invaded its territory. So when you go to your job and you're light in the midst of darkness, what you have to do is let your light shine before men that they'll see your good works and give glory to the Father who is in heaven. 
Brothers and sisters, God bless you, man. This is Brother Leonard. I want to do one thing before we call it a day. I want to pray for you if you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you had a point in your life where you just don't know what to do, you've tried everything. You've tried drugs. You've tried alcohol. You've tried women. You've tried men. You've tried relationships. you tried the club, right? You've been vaping. You've been doing everything. And now you're at your wit's end. Maybe you lost your job. You might even be in jail or getting ready to go to jail. Well, maybe it's time for you to take inventory of your life. Maybe it's time for you to make a different decision and go a different direction. Because right now you're not headed in the right direction. The Bible says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. And if you're going in a whole nother direction and your life is spiraling out of control, then that's an obvious sign that you're not you're not headed in the right direction. So let's see if we can right this ship. If you're brave enough to take this ride with me, if you're brave enough to travel this road, it's a very narrow road. A lot of people don't go this way. All right. So broad is the way. Wide is the way that leads to destruction. Many people are going to find that one. But the narrow, this narrow road is the direction you need to go. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to the Father except they first come through me. You can't get peace without Jesus Christ. You can forget it. It, it doesn't exist. So some trust in chariots, some trust in horses. <laughs> but I'm going to trust in the name of the Lord. Some people trust in riches. They trust in themselves. I don't. I trust in the name of the Lord. So if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, brothers and sisters, pray this prayer with me and mean it from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you right now and I'm a sinner. I want to be saved. Lord, I believe that you died for my sins and I believe that God raised you from the dead. I repent of my sins right now. And Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I thank you for dying for my sins. And I thank you for being raised from the dead. And right now, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. And I thank you, Lord, for saving me. I'm saved. I'm saved. Come on, brothers and sisters, say this with me. I'm saved. Well, praise the Lord. If you said that prayer with me and you meant that from your heart, brothers and sisters, you're saved right now. The Bible says that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. And so now, guess what? You're a new person. You're brand new. And so now it's time for you to get you a Bible, get into a good Bible-believing church, download an app. You can do that, or you can buy a traditional Bible. Um, most people want to try now the New King James Version because it's easier to read. That's fine. You can get the New International Version and whatever version you want to get, as long as it's the Word of God. And so... I want you to get in that good Bible believing church and get ready to flourish, get ready for this uh, this trip that you're getting ready to take called life with Jesus Christ. God bless you, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. Y'all have a great and a wonderful day.